Welcome to the 5x5 Crypto Podcast. Each week, we cover the so what of five key crypto stories in about five minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Substack. Let's go. Happy Easter, y'all. The first quarter of the year is over and we're in a new month of April. I hope you've been keeping up with your New Year resolutions. If you've fallen off the horse, now is a great time to get back on. Last week, I shared that I'll be tinkering with the format over the next couple episodes. I really appreciate your feedback. Please keep it coming. Let me know why you subscribe and what you're looking to see. Thanks. So this episode includes five new stories and a link to help you explore Bitcoin mining. Let's dive into the news. Number one, Visa to support digital currency payments. Visa became the first payment network to settle transactions on USDC. Now, USDC is a digital currency that is pegged to the value of the dollar. Unlike Bitcoin, the price of USDC is stable. So one USDC always equals $1, hence the name stablecoins. So what does this all mean? Why should I care? Why is this important? Have you ever wondered why some gas stations offer a discount if you pay with cash instead of card? Well, it's because when you swipe your credit card, it takes several days and dollars before the funds reach the gas station's bank account. With USDC, the funds will be transferred near real time and cost a fraction of a cent. It's plausible that some merchants could eventually offer discounts to customers who pay with USDC. This is a win-win for the customer and the merchants. USDC will achieve its near real-time payments by batching transactions on the Ethereum blockchain. Number two, Ether soars to an all-time high. This week's announcement that Visa would utilize Ethereum to settle USDC transactions fueled an 18% rally in the price of Ether to about $2,100. Ether, which is the cryptocurrency for Ethereum blockchain, has almost tripled in price this year as deposits in DeFi, which is decentralized finance, doubled to about $38 billion in Q1. Additionally, new Bitcoin investors have begun to explore Ethereum and the suite of applications built on top of it. Number three. Coinbase finally to go public on April 14th. Lots of retail and institutional investors are prepping funds to go shopping on April 14th. The US largest crypto exchange will directly list 115 million shares. They're expected to price around $350 each, which was about the average weighted price in the private markets in Q1. Up to $40 billion could be raised putting Coinbase valuation up to $100 billion. This would make the highly anticipated debut one of the largest tech IPOs. Coinbase would be larger than some banking heavyweights like UBS, Barclays, and BNP Paribas. Coinbase will release its Q1 2021 earnings report before going public. Its most recent disclosures indicate it had $19 billion assets under management, over 43 million customers in more than 100 countries. 
Number four, Goldman Sachs goes crypto, but don't hold your breath for the others. Goldman Sachs wealth management is to allow high net worth individuals invest in Bitcoin. This follows Morgan Stanley's lead two weeks ago. So now it's likely that some other banks will follow. That said, it's unlikely Wells Fargo will be a quick follower. That's because Wells Fargo has been under significant regulatory scrutiny in recent years. Many retail banks won't move on crypto until they have to. They are focused on upgrading the data technology, being compliant with regulators, and keeping up with fintechs and neobanks. Some traditional retail banks have not yet put in the work to fully appreciate the promise and challenge of crypto and decentralized finance. They view it as a fad or an experiment waiting to crash. Number five, former Chainalysis exec becomes FinCEN boss. The rise of digital currencies is expected to attract more regulation. That makes sense. There are concerns that some legislators and regulators may not be sufficiently well-versed in these technologies to adequately police and or support them. Some of these fears were abated recently with the appointment of Michael Mosier as the head of FinCEN. Now, FinCEN is the U.S. Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Michael was previously the chief technical counsel of Chainalysis, the the leading crypto surveillance firm. Now, let's explore. So, number one, under Explore, yesterday I dived into Compass, a company which makes it easy for anyone to become a Bitcoin miner. I profiled Melton Demira's experience. Now, Melton, she used to be a treasury analyst with ExxonMobil, but now she's the chief strategy officer at CoinShares and also an investor in Compass. Compass makes it easy for anyone to become a Bitcoin miner. If you're curious about what Bitcoin mining is and you're curious about the potential returns you could earn, check out the link here. That's all this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye for now.